one, two, three, and we are live, guys. What is the deal? What is going on? This is John Hilton and Vadim Mordovan with One Up Nutrition. This is our very first podcast. I am absolutely ecstatic to be bringing this to you guys today. And uh, we're going to be telling our stories today about how we got into fitness ourselves, how we created the brand, and uh, just our passion behind everything. So um, Vadim, uh, our CEO, is right here, Vadim Mordovan, and uh, he's going to start it off. Vadim, how did you get uh, introduced to fitness? How did it start for you? What's up, One Up Nation? I'm glad to be here. I know it's long coming, but um, you know I'm glad we're here. Uh, I basically started working out. I played soccer for 10 years, and uh, when I get closer to going to college, kind of looked myself in the mirror and did like a self-assessment. Um, you know, I'm a short guy. I'm five foot five on the best day, and at that time I was very skinny, and I was you know I was, didn't have much money. So I was thinking to myself, if I want any kind of success in dating in college, I better put on some muscle. And, you know, and I, I was watching a lot of Van Damme movies. Jean-Claude Van Damme was definitely that, uh, that uh, you know, actor that I looked up to. Shredded. And yeah, this guy was shredded, kicking ass, getting girls. I was like, I want to be like this guy. Uh, at one point, believe it or not, I even, uh, you know, thought about it. I remember hit my, uh, hit my head and a little blood came out and I thought, maybe I'm going to have that scar like Van Damme does. <laughs> blood sport. Yeah, blood sport. But it was just a little, just a little, <laughs> little cut, nothing, nothing major. So, didn't uh, that didn't happen? But you know, and that's when I started working out. And uh, you guys, everybody knows anything about working out. Once you start and you start seeing results, then it's almost you know it becomes contagious. You you continuously want to go out there. You want to improve. And then my friends, uh, my friends around me, one of the guys was actually into working out way before me. Uh, other friends started working out. So now it became uh, where all my friends were doing it. You know, lived upstate New York. So when the uh, winter comes around, it's bulk season. A lot of Chinese food, a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot of pizza. Uh, you know, and a dirty bulk. And then uh, once the Closer to um, April, uh, you know, March, April, uh, you started to uh, cut down again. And it was always about who can come in just a little bit bigger for the summer, uh, you know, who can come in just a little more cut. Uh, it was kind of like a competition, you know, and then you're out the partying on the lake, you're out, you know, you're in college. So, yeah, that was, that was the main reason why I started working out is basically to uh, have more success in dating life because I was short and skinny at the time. And I fell in love with the whole process. I mean, it was it was way of life for me. Um, you know, it, it was always about uh, being in shape, always eating eating healthy, and uh, really enjoyed it too. It was it wasn't anything that I had to make myself, uh, you know, do. It was something that I really enjoyed, uh, and uh, it is a lifestyle. Uh, it became a lifestyle. That uh, there are certain things that you have to do, and you know, outside the gym, a lot of the, actually a lot of the things that happen outside the gym, like you know, you guys know nutrition. Uh, the rest, uh, you know, those two things play a major role in your results mm-hmm. and, you know, the time that you're spending in the gym, too. So yeah, the first gym that I signed up to was Gold's Gym, uh, amazing gym. Uh, it's still there uh, and, uh, you know, fell in love with, uh, fell in love with the, whole, uh, the whole brand Gold's, Gold's Gym. Obviously, that brand has, um, you know, deep roots within bodybuilding uh, in the United States. And, um, mm-hmm. and then when I uh, graduated when I graduated college, I was, you know, I, I looked for to move to somewhere somewhere uh, warm, and Florida was a spot. I actually never been to Miami, but I remember looking at videos and uh, looking at, at that time it was MySpace, and I was just like, man, I love to live in Miami. It's you know beautiful weather where working out actually pays out for the whole twelve months, not only for three months out of the year, and um, you know I'm young. Uh, it would be great to get a job there. 
and uh, I looked for jobs uh, and found a job uh, in sales um, and uh, was able to move to Miami and then actually moved to Miami Beach. Um, so and once I moved to Miami Beach, uh, fitness actually became even more serious because now, like I said, now it's 12 months out of the year, you have to be in shape. Um, you know, everybody around you is in shape. Uh, where upstate New York was, that wasn't really the the case. Uh, so I actually elevated my fitness game and uh, started looking into dieting, and um, you know, workouts became uh, became longer and more intense. Uh, and because it was just all the way around. I mean, one thing that about here in Miami Beach is you walk into a gas station and there's protein bars, uh, you know, protein stores. I mean, um, supplement stores all yeah. around the world, all around here. So it's, you know, and uh, I said, sun, sun's out all the time and uh, it, it pays to be in shape. And uh, then the Instagram start coming around uh, 2013. Uh, I just start posting uh, pictures and uh, things that I was basically doing on a regular basis. Like I was, wor- I was a guy who was working nine to five, but yet I was able to uh, be in great shape. And I was also going out and uh, partying and having a drink um, uh, on the weekends. And I was going out, you know, spring break. Uh, I mean, not spring break, <laughs> Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend, Fourth of July. So I was definitely not, you know, um, living in the gym all day long. Uh, so it was a good balanced life. And more and more people started following me on uh, on Instagram and basically asking questions. Hey, man, uh, you know, I want to live this lifestyle. I want to be in shape, but I'm having difficulties as far as uh, when to eat, how much to eat, uh, and uh, when to go to gym. I'm working eight hours, 10 hours, uh, 14 hours a day. I have kids. Uh, I have a demanding job. Uh, you know, regular real real life, uh, real life um, issues that people deal with. Uh, mm-hmm. And... Uh, and I had to deal with those things too, you know. Decided I would set up a schedule, went went to work out, and how to make sure because it was a priority. Uh, it was a, it was a, something that I had to do uh, at least five times a week, uh, and everything kind of, you know, I worked I worked the schedule really good, and I was able to pass that information on to uh, my followers and uh, people that uh, you know would uh, talk to me through comments. I would comment back to them, and uh, that turned into. Um, a lot of demands uh, from people asking me if I can write their diet, uh, if I can give them a workout plan. And in the beginning, start doing that for free, start giving out a lot of information. Uh, and that led to, you know, uh, I mean, at that time, my, my accounts, it was early stages of Instagram, uh, the, you know, the pages were open and uh, people were, uh, people were um, you know, if they saw, if they saw a profile that interests them and it was uh, aligned with their, with their goals or their values, they, they would follow you. And uh, at that time, I started gaining a lot of followers, you know, tens, uh, tens of thousands uh, per month. And, um, you know, I, lo- I looked at my life where I was work- working in sales, and here was an opportunity to coach people. Uh, you know, after I trained a bunch of people for free, and they got amazing results. Uh, and they, send, they would send their friends over. Uh, so that kind of scaled a little bit. Uh, so I decided at that time, I was like, you know what, I'm going to put in a lot of time and I'm going to actually turn this into a business. And I opened up the D Miami Fitness LLC at that time. And I started training. I started taking on clients. It was amazing. It was something that I loved doing, something that I did for 16 plus years. Uh, you know, my whole, pretty much my, uh, uh, almost entire my life, uh, my entire life. And, um, and now I was able to help other people get in shape, get them to experience what it feels like to be in shape, what it feels like to lose 10, 15 pounds. I mean, it's a very powerful feeling. Uh, and at the same time, make a living out of it compared to a sales job that I hated. Uh, you know, it was, uh, it was an industry that I was not 
was not interested uh, in, uh, but it was a great job that I got right out of college that got me into Miami or Florida. And um, yeah, that's how, that's how I got it. That's how I got into um, working out, why I started working out and you know, how Instagram came, Instagram came around. And uh, you know, John and I met in uh, 2012 in the yep. gym. Uh, you know, he's, uh, he remembers that day. But it was, it was, uh, it was, a, it was a cool story behind that, behind that meeting. Um, and, uh, you know, from there we, had, for, John was also doing online coaching yep. at the time. Uh, we were actually, I would, I would want to say if, if not the first, one of the first, uh, pioneers of online coaching at that time when we did online coaching, people would, you know, people were like, what are you doing? I remember I would post a picture of, of a food and I would describe in the caption why, uh, you know, when I went out to lunch with my co, uh, my uh, coworkers, I was like, why did I choose that? that meal and uh, I would describe to people and pe uh, my coworker would ask me, what are you doing? Why are you posting a picture of, of your, uh, your meal? And I would describe to him like, listen, a lot of people know, you know, they go to gym, they do exercises, but the, the main reason how to, you know, you, the, the results that people are looking for, which is the aesthetic results, the visual uh, results really happen in the kitchen. And that's where the cho those type of choices that you have to make yep. is the, is where, um, uh, you know, where the, um, Magic, uh, happens. magic magic happens uh, and where mo a lot of people are very you know kind of confused about they don't really don't know about uh, and um, you know at that, at that time John was also doing online coaching and mm -hmm. I was doing online coaching our online coaching uh, businesses were doing extremely well and um, you know we'll go into uh, we'll go into the, the whole story on the boat how we decide actually I guess that moment when we decided that we we're gonna start a supplement company and yep. how that came about uh, let John tell his story as to you know how he got into fitness okay so my story is uh, it's it's actually turning like a negative into a positive it's pretty crazy guys so in 2001 I was 17 years old um, I had a privileged upbringing I came from a very nice neighborhood my parents were great to me everything like that but I, ha I had a chip on my shoulder I got into a lot of fights you know I was confused uh, who I was as an adolescent and stuff like that I ended up getting into a fight, which my friend had gotten into a fight with a kid before, and the kid showed up to come after my friend the day after. They went after him with a baseball bat, hit him. I saw it all go down. I'm just not going to watch one of my friends get beat down with a bat. So I stepped in. I got clocked in the side of my skull um, with the bat, aluminum bat. This was not a wooden bat. This thing was, it was real deal. And uh, I had a subdural hematoma. Um, I was in the hospital for a little over a week. I was in a coma for three days. I remember waking up and they were telling me that I might not have movement in the right side of my body. Um, I might be drooling. I might not have function of certain things. I might not be able to walk again. I might have brain damage. Uh, they might have to drill holes in the side of my head to drain out the blood, which was clotting, which was causing a lot of the, the, the damage and stuff like that. Luckily, after about, I don't even know how many CAT scans, probably 12 or 15 of them, um, the blood had cleared out and I had taken blood thinners and everything like that and I was good but uh, it was a huge changing point in my life um, after that point I really started um, well actually I was I was going to boarding school and they made us play sports you know I was a lacrosse player I was actually passionate about that I liked it a lot so spring had come around and uh, I couldn't play contact sports anymore the doctors told me that was a no-no especially with that head injury it's not gonna go down so I joined the, um, the track team throwing shot put which I wasn't great at, but I did it because we had access to a gym. And uh, I figured that I can work on myself a little bit and um, you know, just, just to put on some size and stuff like that. Um, my thinking was back then was the bigger and stronger that I was, the more intimidated people would be from me 
And the more intimidated they were, the less likely they would hit me with a baseball bat. Um, it, it actually worked out really well because I don't think anyone had touched me after that point as I was like 205 pounds at 17 years old or something like that. I reacted well to the weights and, uh, and whatnot. So I kept that passion with me and it really brought me from a dark place being angry, mad, confused from the baseball bat incident and just not really understanding who I was to really bringing me into fitness. And it, it was something that, that where I could be angry, where I could be loud, where I could scream in the gym, and it was a positive thing. Um, before that, getting into fights and screaming was bad, man. Like, don't do that, guys. It's not cool. But in the gym, I was able to take that negative and that fire and really turn it into a positive. And then um, after time, I saw my physique changing and everything like that, and I was, I was bit. I was hooked. In um, 2004, I went off to college in Los Angeles in Marina del Rey in the Venice Beach down there at Loyola Marymount. Uh, and then I found um, Gold's Gym Venice Beach, the uh, mecca of bodybuilding as we know it. Um, from there, I was, you know, I was very passionate. A lot of the um, IFBB pros and bigger bodybuilders saw me in the gym. They recognized my passion. You know, they really came to me wanting to help me uh, succeed in fitness and in bodybuilding and stuff like that. So from a very like early age, I had a lot of mentors and, and great people teaching me things. And, and back then, there was no internet really. There was no social media. And um, like so, Vadim said, like, you know, relating to his food and stuff like that, like most people, especially back then, had no clue what to eat or, you know, what to do outside the gym is rest and eating and everything like that. It was really just go to the gym and crush it and then hope the rest of everything else kind of makes up for it. Well, that doesn't really work that way. 80% of your gains are coming from your diet and your rest and everything like that. Only 10, 20% is really coming from the gym. So I'm incredibly blessed to um, have that experience and have those people in my life at such a young age. Um, after that, I, um, I took a job after graduating high school, uh, not high school, college, um, on Wall Street. Um, I was a financial advisor, a trader. I worked for UBS, which is the largest bank, largest private bank in the world. It's a Swiss bank. Um, so I was doing that. I was still grinding away, uh, working out. Um, I actually then moved back to New York um, to pursue my MBA at Fordham University. Um, I was doing that. I was still trading, uh, still working Wall Street, and at night I was taking um, classes at Fordham. Um, you know, and then the 2008 recession came in, and uh, I was betting down. So I was betting, shorting a lot of stocks. I was doing really well, but um, the recession hit. Um, the markets basically crashed, and I did incredibly well. But then Obama came out, released the stimulus package. Everything came back in my face. I had ulcers, guys. I was smoking cigarettes. I was drinking every day. Like, I completely had lost that, that self that I had found at 17 through the gym. Like, I had, you know, really gotten really far away from it. So I left that high-paying job on Wall Street. I dropped out of my MBA, and I decided to, you know, fulfill my passion in, in fitness and uh, become a personal trainer. Um, I actually got NASM certified in 2010. Uh, I was training at a crunch gym, which is, you know, I look at it now. I'm like, why the hell did I do that? But... I worked there for about two weeks before I started doing private training in like kind of high-end uh, buildings in New York and stuff like that. And in uh, 2011, I actually became a Dimatize ambassador, um, and I basically worked for free, guys. Um, so if any of you guys are trying to get into fitness and you you know you you get upset with certain brands rejecting you or certain people want to take you on, take anything you can. You know, just show up, just be part of it. Um, Really, I, I've really got to say that because I'm, I'm living proof that me putting in the work and showing up really led me to where I'm at. So 
I started doing that in Ambassador. I'd wear their shirts and stuff like that. I'd post a little on social media. Facebook was kind of taken off then, but I was in Manhattan, so you know, I was driving, I'm not driving, but riding the subway every day, and you know, thousands of people are seeing me every day, and I had a great physique, so I was really just branding for them and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and then 2011, I knew I really wanted to get into supplements. Still personal training with all my clients in New York, and I had uh, relationships with hotels in Vegas, and um, I knew some people that you know were kind of big on on Facebook and YouTube and stuff like that that were company owners or had a lot of influence in fitness. So I would go to them and I would try to get them comp rooms or discounted rooms for the Mr. Olympia, which is like our Super Bowl um, out in Las Vegas. So I was able to, you know, I, I honestly I went out there by myself, not knowing any of these people or having met them before or anything like that. And I was just getting them rooms like really kind of a weird scenario. But um, through those relationships, I was over to open doors and, um, you know, from Dimatize in 2011, it went to uh, actually a full time full time job actually down here in Florida. I left New York after that, I moved down here to Florida, I was still training people. And then 2013, I went to work full time at a startup supplement brand out of a guy's extra bedroom in his house packing boxes. So, and I, I was getting like minimum wage, it was like nothing. I think the second check I got, I actually didn't even cash because um, I had enough money, I was good, but like I just wanted the experience. I was so hungry for it. So like once again, I'm stating it, show up, do whatever it takes. Just get your foot in the door because it's just gonna lead to so many more doors opening in the long run. So I did that. I was there for only a couple months because I really kind of figured out everything that was going on. At that time, the, as, as Vadim said, Instagram just started blowing up, just just crazy. And, um, you know, with the content that I was producing for that of uh, my self-training and like, you know, my own diet and stuff like that, I really didn't include any clients on there, some before and afters and stuff like that. I started more and more as I, as I expanded and scaled. But um, I took my personal training business in the gym and I brought it all online. When I went from training one person an hour to maybe 10 or 12 clients, I'd have their whole program done within that hour. So the scale was incredible and I was able to see and like really feel the impact from people all over the world, like dudes in India and Asia and just all over. And uh, to see them make gains and uh, to see the satisfaction they had with improving their physiques, you know, really reminded me of myself when I was, you know, in my early 20s at Gold's Gym in Venice Beach um, with those older bodybuilders and older guys, you know, kind of pedigreeing me and helping me and, you know, kind of teaching me the right and wrongs of, of, of fitness and bodybuilding. So, um, yeah, I, I transitioned to a full-time online coach. Instagram took off, and then, uh, you know, I had known Vadim for maybe two years prior. We'd always gone back and forth just talking about our own businesses, our goals, our dreams, everything like that. We'd always been great friends. Um, we had met in the gym, like, years prior, and, uh, you know, we always kept that relationship going. And then, you know, one day we went out on the boat, and then that's how we basically started One Up Nutrition. It all just started right there. Yeah, right, right there on the boat, guys. Um, Miami over, Regatta. Over Miami Regatta, mm -hmm. uh, over a couple cold ones. Um, there was a great DJ, 
Sun's out, guns out. Mm-hmm. Had an amazing time. At this time, like I said, uh, John and I were, pro- if not the first, probably one of the first online coaches. Uh, our online businesses were taken off. We we're training people from all around the world. And we also have been taking supplements, and we know a lot about supplements. I mean, from the, for me, it was like 1999 or maybe 2000 was the first time I took the first supplement. It was I still remember it was Pro Ripped. Yeah, uh, mine mean, was uh, Hydroxycut. Rip, very similar. Yeah, Rip Fuel by um, by uh, Twin Labs with and it had ephedra in it, uh, you know, and. Um, so we we were talking on the boat and we're discussing you know we at this time we had a lot of clients and we were recommending them take all the products and we're like listen we know a lot about supplements uh, we love training we love fitness um, you know we don't know nothing about uh, you know for for me I didn't know anything about the supplement industry as far as like the business aspect of it uh, I never worked for a supplement company uh, you know so I didn't have any uh, that that um, experience mm-hmm. uh, but uh, we both decided it was an amazing opportunity for us to start uh, our own supplement company and uh, that's it that, right there guys right on the boat over a couple cold ones mm-hmm. great music um, DJ Vadim uh, was DJing I would, do we have a picture to prove that? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the idea was born. You know, the next day we got together. Um, we were living in the same apartment complex. Yep. Uh, so we got together uh, and started discussing, hey, uh, let's get this together. Uh, we created the LLC uh, and, uh, you know, went to work, started looking for a manufacturer. And that was the hard point. That took, uh, I remember it took us about two months to find a manufacturer because uh, we know one of the things that we decided, decided we were going to do is we're gonna make top products. We're gonna make products. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be only for our clients. Yep. So we're like, listen, well, so we're gonna make top products. It's gonna be products that we're gonna be able to take, and obviously, this is gonna be products to our clients. We're gonna uh, and we're gonna be working with these people for the next twelve weeks. Uh, we can't, you know, it has to be it has to be really good quality product. I, I had a sales job and I was working, and uh, the, one of the guys that was working w- alongside of me, he's also a professional fisherman on the weekends, and. I told him what I was trying to do. At the same time, I was still I still had my nine to five job, and basically he was like, "Listen, I have to introduce you to this gentleman. He owns a huge manufacturing in Miami. Amazing guy. Uh, this guy's legit. Uh, you have to meet him." And uh, you know, I came back and told John, I "Was like, you know, this, this is what's going on. Maybe we should go see this guy." Yep. And uh, went and saw him, uh, and uh, you know, he I will never forget what he said. He said, "Guys, uh, you know." Whatever you do, don't ever cut corners. There's plenty of people in this industry that cut corners. And at this time, I remember what I was thinking in my head, and we were, we were looking at each other and telling him, like, listen, I'm thinking about quitting my job, my 9-to-5 job, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, and uh, putting everything on the line. Uh, and this is, you know, we, we looked at this as an amazing opportunity because, uh, you know, uh, to be able to do what you love and you've been doing for free for 16, uh, 16 years plus, and now you're able to uh, create a business out of it. And then, you know, it, it doesn't, if it, it still feels like work, but it does, you know, it's not, it's not uh, something that uh, you dread going to work every day. Also day. So we took that to heart. Uh, John and I both had the same understanding. That's I think that's very important when two business, uh, two people come together for a yep. bi- uh, for you know for uh, to create a business. Uh, you make sure you're on the same page, and we're on both the same page that we're gonna do this the right way. We're gonna create a brand, uh, and at that time, like I said, it was only supposed to be for our clients. Yep. So, so we I wanted to do extra great a good job. Brand integrity was always number one, right? Yep. We always you know we always said that not to make a quick buck, but exactly. to have a real brand built. You know, hold integrity. You know, quality products. Exactly. exactly. Yep. You know, and um, and then um, we start working out of our bedrooms. 
so John and I, we lived in the same apartment complex. Yep. He worked out of his bedroom. I worked out of my bedroom. And it was just us, us two. We divided the work, and we just went executed. We would meet together. We would call each other. And uh, for nine months, that's how we operated One Up Magician. And, uh, you know, we started coming out with more products. Came out with three products first. It was a fat burner for men, for women, and then also a testosterone booster. Yep. And then we started adding more and more SKUs. And then um, nine months after that, we kept in touch with obviously all the time with our manufacturers. Uh, you know, we had his cell phone number and he was the CEO of the company. So it was, it was great having that contact. Uh, and we sat down with, talked to him and he was like, look guys, you need to hire help you guys, because at this point we're working hard, like long hours. Uh, you, you know, and he was like, you need help. Uh, and you also need to get an office. So I remember this. Yeah. I had the, 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 the phone line in my apartment and I remember like, all night it would be international people calling in about their orders and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I just didn't sleep because of it. It was crazy, but yeah. those just, calls needed to be answered. Right? We decided to start shipping to international right from day one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And we were, yeah, we were all because of social media, man. All exactly. Because exactly. Of, uh, we were reaching people from all over the world. Guys. So, I mean, we were training people too. We yep. were from all over the world, you know, India, uh, Kuwait, uh, England, Australia, you name it, yep. Brazil, uh, you know, all because of social media. Social media is a very powerful tool. And if you know how to use it and you know how to, uh, you know, make yourself seen and you're providing great value, you know, it could be very, very effective for any business mm -hmm. uh, and individual I too. I agree. Individual. 100%. And, uh, it's the way remember, of the world now. Do you remember our first office? Oh, the yeah. One with, uh, oh, yeah. I don't want to remember, but yeah. <laughs> well, at first, uh, we, took, uh, we got our first office, guys, and um, so we had to hire a first employer, and, you know, first employer, you're kind of hiring an extension of you because you need another guy who's going to be killing it with you. You know, there's two of you, now it's going to be three of you. So um, when I was leaving my prior employ employer, um, the, one of the guys that I used to work, work alongside a lot, uh, his name is Franco, he was a great guy, always hustled, always worked hard, and when I was leaving, he was just like, hey, if one-up musician ever takes off, Please give me a call. Just jokingly, and I, you know, jokingly said, oh, "Okay." And uh, nine months later, uh, we sat. Uh, John and I sat down. We uh, and we're talking, you know, and we're like, oh, "Listen, we need, a, we need that, we need another guy." And I was like, "I have a guy uh, that we uh, might might work out." And Franco came, met us. Uh, I believe we met at Mex Rosa Mexicana. That was one of those meetings. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> great, 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 fresh guacamole. Great, fresh. Highly recommended. And pomegranate, uh, frozen, frozen um, the dessert. That was frozen mojitos or something. I don't oh. know. They have something that I haven't been there in a while. Something strong. Yeah, something strong. <laughs> <laughs> we're celebrating, guys. <laughs> so we, you know, we brought Franco on, and it was just us, three of us, in the same room, uh, two, uh, two or three discs, and um, you know that that was our first office. And then we hired a second employer, third employer, and then uh, outgrew that office into our current office. Yeah, we outgrew and, that office in six months, seven months. Yeah, yeah it's really quick. Really, really quick. Um, you know, and uh, like I said, guys, w when we started this business, we went all in. It mm -hmm. wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like uh, let's yeah. let's you know let's see. Like we just went all in, and we're just working. Two of us executing, uh, and that is you know that uh, that is one of the reasons why the the business scaled and it was successful. Mm -hmm. um, so we got into our second office, and at that time, we did not have. We ordered protein, but it didn't arrive yet. Oh yeah. Yeah, yep. and uh, we were lucky to get out before it came. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we, you know, we got into our new office, and it was, it was great. Uh, everything exactly what we needed, and then the protein came, and more products came because we continuously kept uh, coming out with new SKUs. Protein okay. takes up a lot of space. 
Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> so we had all yeah offices, but we had no space in the back. And um, you know, then for next five six months, it was kind of difficult with space. But then uh, the guy next door to us went out of business, and yes. he needed somebody to do. We kind of helped him out because he was on the contract. Yep, and we're in his office right now. Yeah. Shout out to you, bro. Yeah. Thanks. I like your office. Yep. Yeah. You know, we <laughs> took over his we took over his lease to help him out because he was under contract. Uh, so, uh, you know, now we we have this uh, two offices right next to each other and two warehouses. And now you guys, if you guys haven't seen it, please go check out our uh, Instagram, and it's gonna be in a video too. Uh, you know, we have brand new office, huge office, warehouse, uh, headquarters, uh, from going up from ground up. Yep. It's very exciting, guys. Uh, from where we came from. Uh, how it all started and uh you know it's we're basically two guys who love uh, who love fitness mm -hmm. and you know it's been our passion for the longest time and we're able to create a business around our passion and now we're at the point where we're helping hundreds of thousands of people assisting them and helping them and educating them and motivating them um to reach their fitness goals uh something that you know we as you guys know our, our stories fitness has helped us uh, throughout our life yep. uh, greatly yep 100 percent. all right awesome i think that's like 30 minutes so i think this is, this is a good ending right here right definitely right. um we're gonna have a lot more coming for you guys uh excited to do this Stay tuned. One Up Nation. Yep. All right, guys. Stay tuned. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.